0: Hello and welcome to this very special edition of Inspired Souls Talks podcast. Today I am joined by Vix Aguilera who is a coach, a health and wellness consultant and a dog mum to not one but nine husky dogs. <laughs> Hi Vix. nice to you. Hi.
1: I always when people say that back to me I think I must be crazy.
0: <laughs> a little bit, how did you end up with, did you get all nine
1: at one go or did you No, I started off with anyone? just one who, who sadly we don't have anymore um back in 2007 and there's a, there's a little t-shirt that you can buy somewhere on the market that says huskies are like jaffa cakes you can't just have one and it's oh, kind of true. true um I think you either love you either love the breed and everything they represent or you don't. And for me, you know, like I started one, then another one, and then bred a litter, which I kept. um, And, you know, then got another couple and ended up with nine, but I love them all to bits. They're my family. So I wouldn't have got through the last few years without them, I know that's for sure. They're just amazing.
0: And they are gorgeous because they're very much part of your life, aren't they? I see them on social media all the time. They're oh, on yeah. The video, they're in all of your pictures. And part of your bio now is your dog. Mom, oh, yeah. It.
1: Husky Mum Vicks just kind of came along from nowhere. I don't know how that hashtag, hashtag happened. But on Instagram, Husky Mum Vicks is basically just me with my dogs. That's it. But I it. mean, and I'll just give a caveat right now that they're currently sleeping. All nine are in the office with me. I've, spr- I've got some under the desk, some, you know but inevitably there will be noise from the dogs in the background it doesn't normally interrupt but one of them likes to dig the carpet to make a bed and you know so there might be the odd noise and that is what it is but I will try and keep them quiet no
0: worries no worries at all it just adds to adds to the ambience to it all welcome welcome to all the nine dogs as well (laughs) amazing so you say that um, they've been really instrumental in your journey for the over the past few years and today we're talking about finding yourself over 40 would you like to share about your journey
1: and what actually has happened over the past few years wow so yeah I mean it's one of those things isn't it when you're talking about your own life it doesn't feel it's just yours so it's kind of familiar and but it's not until you talk to other people and they say and question you on things and you think well actually yeah I have been through a bit of a transformation and I think for me you know the biggest not the biggest but one of the things with me is I, I, I never had children so I'm now 47 um and I don't I don't feel like you know, it's a good or a bad thing. It's just, is the way it is. So um the dogs are my family, basically. Um, dog babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was, you know, I was married for 22 years until literally very recently. Um, I'm still very good friends with my ex-husband. We still share dog custody and all this kind of stuff. But the last two years have been a very intense transformation for me. And I think I can probably blame, if it's that sort of a word, um, my personal growth journey. And, you know, it sounds so cheesy because I remember when I used to hear people banging on about personal development, coaches, personal growth, life coaching, all this, I was ugh. If at 40, if at, I was, at the time I was 45, 44, 45, I thought if it, if in my mid 40s, I haven't got my life sorted out, then what's the point? You know, that was my attitude. It wasn't that I thought I knew everything, but I just didn't. It was actually coming from a negative place. I thought there's no more for me. I can't. I, I'm in my mid 40s. I'm on the downward curve now. I've not got kids. I'm married. Nothing's going to get more exciting than the way it is. So I might as well just be happy with what I've got now there's nothing wrong with being happy with, with, with what you've got. And I try and say that to people right now is, you know, like don't look at what social media bangs out at us all the time and think, Oh, they've got this. They look much more fulfilled than me. If you're happy with what you've got, go you, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but some people aren't. And I wasn't, and I didn't know what was missing. I thought maybe it was not having kids. Um, I thought maybe it was my work. I didn't know what it was, but there was, it was like a jigsaw puzzle piece, not quite there. And it was, and I think, I think it was because I was in a position in my life where I wasn't helping anyone. I was living my life for me, no children, you know, obviously my dogs have taught me a lot. They taught me patience. They taught me to be happy with the now, to not worry too much about the past and the future too much, but just to be happy in the present and appreciate the little things. They've really taught me that. But also I realized that, I started feeling fulfillment in my life and feeling contentment and feeling happiness when I was helping people. And that's where the coaching has come in over the last couple of years. So and that all stems from personal growth and and reading more and talking to more people and networking and having more people in my life that are like me. And I think that's been the crucial thing. And I think for me, coming from a background where I was quite, uh, you know, I didn't have many friends. I was quite happy with my own little group. and, And I found that actually I wasn't in many places that were bringing me up. If anything, they were pulling me down or holding me where I was.
0: Yeah, it's so so important to be surrounded by people that lift us up. Oh, yeah, that positive energy, people that want more. Um, I, I, when did we meet? It must have been a few, a three or four. It was so
1: random. I remember it clearly. It was two, um, two summers ago, I think, or summer. Was it last summer or the summer before? It was
0: lockdown, so it must have been the
1: summer, been the summer before. Yeah. And I just saw something come up on Facebook on events, and you posted, you know, like that someone had, wasn't able to make one of your meet, your meetings, your networking meetings, and you had a place available. And I just remember I'd just done a list of fifty things to do before I'm fifty, and it was basically saying say yes to more things. Yeah. And I saw this, and I thought, oh, I can't really, you know, it's late. No, and I thought, Vicky, stop putting excuses and obstacles. Just go. So I messaged you. Didn't really know you, just saw you on a networking group and I was like, Helen, could I be that person? And you were like, yeah. And that was it. And
0: yeah, right. we, we connected. We definitely Let me Yeah. Yes, I know. I think we're very similar um, in terms of our mindset and how we've used personal growth yeah uh, personal development to to better ourselves so books courses learning from other people reaching oh, out 100 as well has been really instrumental and it's yeah it's amazing because I've seen how you've transitioned over the past oh yeah as well. so it's been incredible your hair color is oh. one of them. so for our podcast listeners Vix has got the most incredible is it red Well it started off (laughs) When my lady first did
1: it A lady called Ray she runs a company Called Vintage Victory Rollers and she does hair. She's a colour genius like a colour genie She's a creative colourist And I basically just said do whatever you want on me And she did what was called a tequila sunrise So it was like bright orange into red at the ends Um, So I I was a brunette Originally so I was completely bleached It took like eight hours I've never had anything like that Before so it's craziness Um, And then yeah, we've done a few Different colours but now I've got like a deep a quite like purpley red, um, with like a blue panel, like blue purple panel at the back, kind of hidden. But yeah, it's um, it's fun, it's it vibrant is, and fun.
0: It looks amazing. So, what I'm wondering is, is this something that you would have done previous to all the growth that you've gone through? If you were, say, 44 or 43 at this point, would you have done this, or is this because you've now really stepped into your own power, grown in confidence? and feel more comfortable now showing the real you and
1: doing the Yeah, it's a bit of both. I think for me, um, you know, I was always, I was always into taking, I was always into like looking after myself to a certain extent. Um, but, you know, then I got into a, a network marketing business as well, an online business, which which deals primarily in skincare. And that was something for me that was really important because, you know, I've been basically, my mum used to buy me my skincare and I never used to spend any money on myself. It always went on the dogs. So whatever money I had really went on the dogs and, and them. And, you know, I never really paid much attention to me. Um, and I don't know, I got to the point where I just thought, no, I need to get a good skincare routine. I'm hitting my forties now. I need to take care of myself better. And yeah, I'm going to get my hair cut more than once a year. And, and yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't like I wanted to suddenly become really like self, uh, like self-absorbed in my looks or anything, but it was more that I thought, self-care it isn't bubble baths and candles it's looking after yourself and making yourself feel good and I wanted to feel sexy and I wanted to feel like me again but in a way that suited me and dyeing my hair was one thing getting my health and fitness back on track was another you know drinking more water getting more exercise and taking care of my skin and, and my body really so you know that was it but
0: it's so important. It's those things like mm. self-care. You immediately think of a bubbly bath with some candles around the edge, but actually, it's so much more deeper than that, isn't it? It's what oh. we put into our bodies, what we put on our skin, what yes. into our brains and it really makes a massive difference well it's the whole
1: mind and body connection isn't it and I think as well for me is that I used to think well you know I'm not really worth spending the money all the time on because again I'm on this downward curve because of my age you know so then I realized you know and people say oh well you know if you haven't sorted your skin out by your 30s there's not much point and all this and and I thought no I want to feel good about myself and I want to use products that I really like and that you know like because I'm I wouldn't say I'm 100% vegan yet but I'm getting there I'm out, out of choice um but I want to to use like ethical products as well. So that was another thing. But I think as well for me, I realized that if I put that time, you know, like we kind of we'll go out and we'll spend lots of money on a meal or buy an expensive gift for someone or spend money on a phone. Our bodies, the sacks of skin that we walk around in, have got to last us our whole lives.
0: Yeah, and so then you know, come down on the bottom of the list sometimes. Yeah,
1: you know, like taking care of your feet. Like you know, like if you if you're somebody, you know, until recently, I'd never had a pedicure. Literally until last week. I'm not even joking. <laughs> never had a pedicure until last week because I was like, oh, it's feet, you know. But then I was like, well, hang on a minute. I'm walking around my feet all day, all my life. Take care of my feet, you know. So. It's, this kind of thing it rolls doesn't it I suppose
0: that's it and, w- and when you do things like that you, you boost your self-worth and you boost mm. your self-confidence so lady I know that you've got some confidence because I follow you on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen some amazing pictures of you um over the past kind of year or two. Oh, yes you've really like stepped into this confident woman really um open to showing herself mm. um Showing your vulnerabilities, and just, yeah, you look amazing, and all the pictures that you have. Oh,
1: bless you! Thank you so much. Yeah, That's absolutely. really cool.
0: I admire you so much, and your pictures look fabulous. You know, so well done for like take I don't the-
1: filter, and I don't filter. Oh. I, not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with filtering, but for me personally, it's kind of my thing that I'm happy to show myself, you know, lines and wrinkles and all. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think my mission has always been when I started, you know, once I. Once I launched my business, it, businesses because I've got a few like yourself, and I kind of realised that their theme was really health and wellness and helping women over forty like myself to kind of find their focus again. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to. I've never lacked in self confidence. What I've lacked in is the fact that I thought, what is the point of sharing that with people? What is the point of who wants to see a picture of me? You know, like, um, uh, you know, doing a boudoir shoot or something. Who wants to see that? But then you share it, and people say. Because you did that, you gave me the confidence to do this. And then you get it. And then you're like, ah, now I've connected the um, dots.
0: Because really, you're empowering others. Because yeah. I often look at those pictures and I thought, wow, you know, it's amazing. I wish I could do something like that. And, it, it, you know, it, it does empower others. And people will look at you and be inspired by you. So everything that you do, your transformation, your transition, you moving forward helps others. And then someone else will go and do something like that. Exactly. And it's a ripple effect. And we end up then lifting the vibration yeah it so it's it's really great work amazing so um we're talking about finding yourself over 40 so what yeah i think 40 is such a pivotal age i was dreading turning 40 i'm not mm. a bit. as, as yeah, my birthday, yeah. birthday was approaching i said like, oh no i don't want to be 40 yeah as i get older i feel better i feel wiser and i feel more confident so but what's the difference with 40 do you think Um, Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't
1: it? I think for me is that the assumption is at 40, right? So often, like, if you want to call, I mean, I don't think anyone has a normal life. What's normal to to me could be completely different. My my normal is nine huskies and living in a 16th (laughs) century cottage, you know, it's craziness. But then, like, somebody else's normal is something different. But whatever your normal is, I think people assume and expect you to start wearing twin sets and carrying your bag like this when you reach 40, <laughs> yes. don't they? Yes. And they think, well, and they kind of, well, we just kind of leave her over there in the corner because you know they at that age and you start hearing things like, well, at, at your age, and yes. and it becomes this expectation that A, you've kind of got things sorted, um, or that, you know, you've chosen this path and that's what you're on. But we all have a right to change our mind at any time in our lives. And I think that that is kind of what's been more what I've been more open to is that, you know, I've taken a certain path. I traveled a lot in my twenties and thirties. I worked abroad a lot. I was in a completely different career. I was, I was a scuba diving instructor. I was a wedding planner. I was an estate agent. I did all these things in Spain and Central America, all these other places I lived and worked in, and then found myself back here in the UK. And I knew I wanted to be independent and I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't want to just do one thing. And I think that's the expectation is a lot of women you just and this isn't coming I don't mean it to come out wrong but it's like oh you're just a mum or you're just a housewife or you're just this or you're in this one thing you're just in this career who says you have to be why can you not do stuff for you and for other people you do be a great parent a great mum and a great have a, an amazing business that helps other people you don't have to do one thing and I think when we look back 50 years culturally to where women were in the UK and you know like what we what was expected of us and everyone brought their kids up at home and dad went out and had the you know had a job and look at where we are now women can choose a career if they want we don't have that pressure to have children if we don't want to I certainly never really felt it and we shouldn't be guilting anybody out for their life choices if they're you know I'm a true believer is if you are happy and you're not hurting anyone go you like whatever it is it's not, it's not hurting people or duping people or falling people or whatever and you're living true to yourself then whatever it is you choose to do go ahead and own it and do it
0: yeah. oh I completely agree with you um and from one multi-passionate entrepreneur yeah. to another you know I love the fact that we have the option and the choices to do so many different things I start businesses whenever I feel like it so I have several on the go but I'm passionate about what I do and like you say I'm not hurting anybody no trying to you know trying to fit a square peg into a round hole kind of thing yeah so it's great that we have those opportunities and choices and I just brought back track actually to um where you said at any age we can make the decision to change yeah so you know it, it doesn't mean you get to it into your 40s and think well this is it I'm stuck now I can't do anything different. You can wake up any single day in your life and make that decision to change
1: yeah exactly there's no limitation is it because let's be honest you know okay our bodies change and that's that's an obvious thing maybe our men you know mentally obviously we learn we grow we do different things but our our brain what's making us tick in our personality and our consciousness is the same when we're 80 as it is when we're 30 the difference is we've got lots more you know boxes ticks maybe lots more experiences to go through so of course we're going to be a little bit different you know at different ages and our needs change and I think that you know, which we, we are, there, are, there is a certain amount of social programming and cultural programming to blame for that in the sense that, you know, like you leave, you leave school maybe, you go to college, you get a career, you get a house, you have kids, you do this, you upgrade this, you blah, blah, blah. But who says that has to happen? And I think probably because I come from, you know, like I made the decision literally in my early 20s, got married, kind of decided that kids weren't right at that time and decided to travel. So packed up sticks and literally moved to another country. And that was kind of the start of it, really. So I always made those decisions that were a little bit out of the norm, if you like. It's not so much of a big deal now. People do this kind of stuff more. But back in the, you know, in the year 2000 or 1999, I think we, we did it. Yeah. It, was, you know, it was quite a big deal then. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. I was, oh, you're mad. What are you doing? You know, oh, this, that and the other. What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I had no idea what I was going to do.
0: Yeah.
1: And it worked out fine. You know, So I think sometimes we pressure ourselves, we put so much fear, and I think that's kind of been something that I've realised, and this is why coaching is now so important to me, is that I've realised I've got something in me where I'm not, very, I, fear very rarely holds me back from anything. It yeah. does sometimes, but not often do I block myself. If I really want to do it, I'll do it. And I think that's my upbringing, very strong women in my family never said Vicky you can't do that because you're a girl never said oh you can't do that because you because of your age it was do it you can do it do it so I've never had that like oh I can't because I'm scared yeah I
0: know I think you know I think I try and help
1: other women and say come on you can do it you know
0: and if you're again if you're not
1: hurting anyone go for it so
0: and fear holds so many people back from doing the things that they want to do and it's perceived fear you know it's fear that's of a perceived failure or something that you know you think's going to go wrong and
1: it, often it comes from other people it's not even from yeah, you right. you know like I, when I when I first started my social media account and started doing like you know deciding where I was going to go with it and everything um you know I like I said I had a big problem with doing selfies I hated showing photos of myself all day long photos of the dogs Vicky why do you not want to you know show photos of yourself it's because people were going to judge me People are going to think, why is she sharing that? She's so up herself. Why does she want to do that? Why Why do I want to see a picture of her? And then I realised that's what I think people are thinking, but that's not what I'm thinking. And that's really, not, they don't care. Most people don't care. You put a picture on social media, by the next day, people have forgotten it. We kind of sit in our own heads more. But just to backtrack one, one bit, I think when we're talking about the age thing of over 40s is that, you know, I know we talk about mid, you know, it's quite, quite a bandied around term midlife crisis, but there's a reason it happens at this age. It's because often women are approaching the menopause, often the children have left, left home, adult kids. You know, maybe you have a career that you've been in a while or you don't have a career. And again, it's that that feeling of something's missing. And it happens for men just as much as women. You know, but I think yeah. it then guilts you out because you feel you're being selfish because maybe you've spent 20 years bringing up children. I mean, I know it's not something I can speak of personally, but I coach enough women to know it's a big thing. Or you've given up 20 years for a career that now maybe because of what's happened recently, you don't have that career anymore. Perhaps you've been forced into retirement, forced into redundancy. Suddenly you're there in this big house or little house or whatever with the things, that de- where, where am I going to go from here? I feel selfish trying to make choices for me. And I think that's where particularly women of my age and around this age, sometimes find it a challenge to know where to turn next.
0: Yes, so. of course. Yeah, it's um, yeah, quite a quite a turning point, <laughs> quite a turning point in life. Um, yeah, my voice is going, um, I know. I've been
1: sniffing as well. I'm sorry about that. Apologies.
0: <laughs> no worries at all. <laughs> Absolutely fine. We just go with the flow here. Um, I want to ask you, just going slightly off the subject, is uh, about your bucket list. Was it 50 before 50?
1: Yes, it is. And it's on my wall right now. I'm looking right at it and I've got so much on there. And I've only got a couple crossed off at the moment, mainly because a lot of them to do with travel, which has clearly been tricky. Right. So,
0: so but, share with us. I'd really OK,
1: I'll pick a couple. I've got, up, um, I've got I want to get some acupuncture so I can easily do that. I want to visit the Galapagos Islands. Um, I want to complete a mid-distance sled race, which is something quite niche to my husky racing. Yeah. Um I want to learn to fight with a sword. I want to do oh. sword fight I want to go and do like a sword fighting training and also yeah. archery because so I've never done that. Go on holiday on my own, completely on my own. Um live in better harmony with the planet. There's all there's loads of stuff. And where's another one? Oh this is quite a good one. Swim naked in the sea. Because I've done that before but not lately. So anyway that's another story. Um and also <laughs> um see the northern lights so there's loads of stuff on there but I've crossed a few bits and pieces off um but yeah I just want to kind of tick a few things off my bucket list really
0: yeah I love that idea I was just curious because when you mentioned it before and I thought, well I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that one in there and see what you've actually well they're not
1: all about me as well I've also got one where I want to invest in a startup business give 10,000 pounds to charity before I'm 50 um you know so there's other stuff as well that's not just like completely (laughs) (laughs) self-absorbed about me traveling (laughs) to lots of
0: places that would be fine (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) oh amazing Amazing. so I just want to ask you a little bit about your um your coaching program Journey Women so that sounds really intriguing can you tell us a little bit more about that well yeah
1: I mean do you know what's really weird is that for me I've always been one of these people that I don't believe that one size fits all I believe we all have you know it came from my background in dog training as well and and just working with people and always having a role where I was like even as a diving instructor you know you would have to teach to a certain syllabus but actually everyone's different and people learn differently as well so that's kind of where journey women came from is that you know I knew from my background that I was kind of a bit objectionable and a bit like uneasy with certain methods of coaching and I, you know, not that anything's bad or anything's good, but you have to find things that work for you. So I wanted to develop something that was specifically, as I say, for over 40s women that were having challenges in particular areas, but also make it so it wasn't so set that it was, well, we have to do this, this, this. It's gonna take this amount of time and blah, blah, blah. You have to kind of be flexible sometimes. So mm. the idea behind journey Women was everything's a journey where we're like going, we're going along in our own time. It doesn't matter how long it takes to get to the destination as long as you reach it or as long as you're always moving forward. And that's the thing for me. I think it's so important. Most things that we find are stopping us in life. It's because we're not taking action. We're not moving. So even if it's tiny little things, as long as you're just making those little steps forward, those little daily actions towards, you know, if it's a big hairy goal that you've got, you feel lost. I mean, I remember listening to um, uh, an Audible the other day and they were talking about, you know, wanting to write a book, it's such a big thing. You want to write a book, where do you start? Every day you get up and you end up not doing anything because you're so scared. That yep. it's just too big a task. So I'm break right. it down, write the foreword, write the chapter titles, write the. And it's like when you realize that that is actually the best way to go through life is don't try and eat the elephant, just like it's little bits, isn't it? It's taking you yes. as long as you're moving forward. And that's kind of what Journey Women is all about. It's working with people to find out what they want. If they don't know what they want, help them find what they want and then help them kind of like a map reader, really be next to them, helping them navigate. While they're going on their own personal journey, and that's what it's all about, really.
0: Sounds amazing. So that's specifically for women over 40. It is on this particular journey of transformation, transition. Yeah. A bit stuck, just not sure which which way to go, and you'll you'll be there to hold their hand. And... Yeah, exactly,
1: and take them through some of the steps that I I went through and that people have helped me with, and you know, obviously. it's it's individual to everybody but it's something that there are also basic things that you can follow to help you get you know, to help you get to those decisions that, you know, cause that's the thing with coaching of any sort. It's not that you're not telling people what to do. You're, you're helping people dig deep and find out what they want. And sometimes, you know, I, that's what I never used to believe in. Cause there'll be people listening to this that were like me like Oh God, no, don't I'll see that. What's the point in that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I used to be like. I was so negative. I was like, I can't figure this stuff out on my own. What's the point. But then when you work with a coach, whether it's nutrition, whether it's whatever and there, and suddenly it's like a light bulb, you're like, Oh, yeah, of course I need to do this. And it's not that they've told you, it's just, they've helped you open that door to yeah. the realisation. So, and you know that with your coaching as well. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I think, you know, we all, we, I've worked with coaches, you've worked with coaches and we, it's just help having someone there to help you. Like you just said, unlock the, the yard, sand. And yeah. Because you know, you've got everything within, but we all need support and help from others yeah, and sometimes we just can't see the wood for the trees. And if you're that's it. stuck and you're stuck in your own head and you you can't move forward, having the help of someone else is really, really beneficial. So, uh, Definitely. And especially someone like yourself who's just oh, like, bless you, it's amazing transformation. I and mean, you just look like you're oh, thank and everything you. is just amazing. So, well, I yeah. just
1: love that's the thing for me is I just love to you know the biggest reward for me is being able to help other people really I genuinely it's like something that I've I've realized I've done all my life subconsciously and someone one of my coaches said to me have you not ever this was a couple of years ago have you not ever thought about coaching and I was like not really and they said well but you do it anyway we can yes. see you're doing it anyway so
0: oh yeah I am exactly there you go <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so Vic's If anyone wants to get in touch with you and find out more about Journey Women um, and also about your wonderful Arbon business, your health and wellness consultant, love the product. So if anyone else wants to find out about that or, of course, connect with you about the Husky Dogs, how do they find you?
1: I'm so easy to find. This is what I love about my name, Vix Aguilera, like the singer, basically Christine Aguilera. So if you literally Google, put into Google, Vix Aguilera, all one word, I come up on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever. But yeah, it's basically just Vix Aguilera or Husky Mum Vix if you're on Instagram, you can find me like that as well. And yeah, nice, easy, easy one to find. It was quite strange when I chose that tag of Vix Aguilera. I didn't realise that there wasn't really anyone else out there with that, so I've stuck with it, nice and easy.
0: Yeah, absolutely perfect. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for inviting me
1: on. It's just a pleasure to chat with you as always. I love, we just, oh, it's just so nice to to speak with you. You always have such a great aura about you and always so positive when I've spoken to you as well.
0: So it's great. Oh, right right back at you. That's why we get Thanks, darling. (laughs) so thank you so much for being a guest today and thank you to everybody who's tuned in and listened if you want to find out more about vix aguilera just go to google and vix aguilera so take care everyone and see you again Bye. bye